yesterday's price is not today's price. Give me a second, I'm trying to select the appropriate weapon. Uh, watch who you stepping. Them snakes all around, you know they connected. Uh. When I was a kid, my grandmama told me I can't go to heaven So I stopped praying and asking for blessings And started preparing for my Armageddon Got nothing to lose, I'm all in Walking the edge, don't fall in Enough of the lies, don't apologize I don't understand, are you foreign? This is the place, this is the site Grab all your people and log in I'm waiting, don't care how long it's going to take you know, that's what's up right there. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are live. We are back in action. Third and three podcast style. Week two is through, and it's time to find out who is who. Welcome back, everybody, boys and girls, children of all ages, as the page has turned to week three. Who will win? We shall see. My name is Jason Fearman, a.k.a. The Sports Prophet, and the third and three podcast is presented by The Sports Column and brought to you by Reebok. All you got to do is go to thirdandthreepodcast.com. Click on that link over there. Check out the new Allen Iversons, all the new gear that they got. Not just sneakers, but, you know, outerwear, everything like that. Get the discounts from thirdandthreepodcast.com. That's the way you do it. Let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. Let's introduce my friends, my family, my co-hosts, Nikki, Tricky. Nikki, guess that is. What is happening? What's up? What's up? I'm coming to you live from the Gaylord Hotel in Orlando. I was here for a work conference, so thank you guys for accommodating my schedule, of which course. is going to suck for the next couple of weeks, but business is business, so yes, I have visited Orlando. I came, I seen, I went, and I will be going back to Jersey tomorrow morning. You got to make that money, money, money. Go get it, girl. Get that money. That's what you got to go to Orlando to do it. Yeah, like I was saying before, talking before you show, that is like the conference center of the world. I can't tell you how many times we've been to a conference in Orlando. It's amazing. Yeah. So, yep, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. And the right place is third and three. That's where we got to be. D is here doing his thing, man, with 45 shows now. What's going on, bro? <laughs> What's happening, man? Just happy to be here on another Wednesday night. Third and three, week three. What's better than that? Ooh, that's what I'm saying right there. It is like just like poetic justice, a beautiful thing. I love it. I love it. All right, we're getting into week three, like with the quickness over here, but a few things to go over. I'm pretty pissed off, guys, you know, because I was ready to see Trey Lance's development. I, yeah, I'm wearing the hat. I still love my Niners. Garoppolo came in. We won the game 27-7. I'm not that impressed over Seattle, so I'm not going to go crazy. But, yeah, this just delays the whole process. And again, three draft picks. Yo, what up, Courtney? Saying what up, fam? It's a killer right now because I, no matter what happened this year, I wanted to at least see what was going to happen, Nikki, and if he was worth all this drama and everything. Um, now we have to wait a whole nother year and maybe even more, depending on how bad the surgery is and how bad his, his leg is, his ankle. Uh, so I am pissed, but Jimmy G comes in and – like, really, they don't miss a beat. Yeah, I think we're all waiting to see what Trey Lance could do, right? I mean, he's he's unproven. So I think we were all kind of, I was, what can this kid do, right? All this hype, let's see. Uh, it's unfortunate for him. I, I hate to see that for any player because they work so hard. And this is their craft. This is their livelihood, especially for a young kid. So that's tough. But um, good thing you guys kept Jimmy G, right? I know Niners Nation is a little torn about that. Okay. Well, you see, now here's the thing, and I I told you guys this in the offseason. You remember, I said, you know what? I would rather keep Jimmy G than go find some schlep that can't back up Trey Lance. You know what I'm saying? So 
Again, Jimmy G is not great, and I do believe I wanted Trey Lance to be the starter, and I was happy that he was named the starter. This whole thing is completely unfortunate, Damian, but um, this is exactly why I wanted to keep Garoppolo. Quarterbacks get hurt in the NFL, and especially young quarterbacks who are you know, not easy in the pocket, they're having a rough time maybe reading defenses, ones that run a lot. So you know what? In this case, it worked out. Yeah, it did. Uh, it definitely was a good decision to keep Jimmy G. Like you said, you guys rolled just like normal. He knows the offense like the back of his hand. Yeah. And also, one thing I found interesting, the team really seemed to really galvanize around him. He seems like they really yeah. love Jimmy G. And once he got in the game, you could see that. Is that something that you picked up on watching the game? Absolutely, man. After the first touchdown, they were all over him. Half the team was surrounding him, smacking him, patting him on the head, everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying they're rooting against Trey Lance, but it felt like normal with Jimmy yeah. G. And I know that's weird because I've been pounding him for a long time, saying that he's not the answer. But, yeah, D, you're right, bro. So I think you guys will be good, honestly. And with Trey Lance, we all were excited to see what he can do. But this particular year, going to Jimmy G, you guys actually probably would be better because Jimmy G knows the offense more. He's not going to make those mistakes. With Trey Lance, yeah. you're looking for the upside, right? And hopefully he heals up, and next year he'll be able to show what he's capable of. But this year, you guys will be good to go. Uh, you know what? It looks like it. And it, it. I'm sorry to say it because the whole thing is so unfortunate, guys, but it did feel better and easier and watching and saying, you know what, things can work out with Jimmy G. Kittle was not even in the game and, you know, that he's one of the better targets on the team. So, hey, look, we'll see. I thought we were contenders either way. And as sad as it sounds, I feel like we're even more contenders. That's the way to go. Look, Courtney just coming on here bragging about that. He's got the number one spot. Oh, in yeah. <laughs> week two, Courtney, it's week two. Week two, I'm I know, down. I know. I'm putting up good scores, and I'm 0-2 right now. I am not happy about it at all. Not happy. I need a comeback. Kind of like the three crazy comebacks we saw, guys. Arizona coming back on Vegas. No business doing that. Vegas is fugazi as freaking hell again. The Jets coming back and beating Cleveland. What? How did that happen? Cleveland is a good defense. What is going on? And the Dolphins, guys. Whoa. Coming back on the Baltimore Ravens down 21 in the fourth quarter. You know, two ago, Jalen Waddell and, and, you know, Tyreek Hill, D, I don't know. Are they the best combo in, in the NFL? They could be. Yeah, no, nah, they definitely look tremendous in that game. Got to give Tua credit. You know, I'm still not a true Tua believer, uh, but he I'm definitely gonna... took advantage of that defense. Uh, he – he made all the throws. He made some good throws. Now, some of them were very easy to make. Baltimore's defense definitely gave up some, some touchdowns. You're like, where is the defense? Like, what are they That's doing fair. right now? That's fair. <laughs> but, uh, but he took advantage of it. And you have to be able to take advantage of those, uh, those situations. Excuse me. So, Tua, got to give him all the credit in the world. But this definitely was a crazy weekend. Week two will definitely be remembered as the comeback week for sure. Because Atlanta almost pulled off a crazy comeback as well. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a crazy weekend, man. It really was, man. It was nuts. It had these teams saying all sorts of bad stuff, all sorts of bad things like this. What the fuck? What the fuck? Fuck this fucking. I can do fucking. Fuck. Hey, listen, I always say this is not made for kids. I always put it out there. The disclaimer is out there. So let it be known right away. 
That was crazy stuff, Nikki. I don't know. Which one of the three surprised you the most? Um, yeah, I think the Ravens, right? Because mm. it was – they had it. I mean, I'm you know, I'm, I'm here traveling for work. I'm in Orlando, so I'm watching the Giants game. And then the Ravens are a few TVs down. So I was paying attention but not complete attention. And I look, it's like, what, I don't know, 35-14. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Well, I mean, what the hell happened, right? Next time I look, it's like they're tied up. Um, I know a lot of people are blaming Lamar for that. Uh, if that is the case, um, I encourage you to watch a football game and realize what <laughs> you're supposed yeah, to do. Yeah, real. Uh, the Lamar blame is, yeah. Um, I'm more shocked at all the blame Lamar is getting. I'll put it that way. That's crazy. You know, look, I understand the fact that they needed to score more in the fourth quarter, which they really didn't, but – at the same time, there's a thing called momentum, and Miami was riding it like a freaking, you know, class A surfer on a wave, man. It was I couldn't find a good analogy, so I just came out with that bullshit. But <laughs> they, they were really they, – they were rocking it, man. And, you know, look, Lamar played like the MVP that I believe that he was going to be this year, the guy that I picked. So I'm not putting it on him. I'm putting it on the defense, man. The Ravens blew it. The defense blew it. Like Courtney said, I totally agree, Ding. Yeah, no, the defense definitely blew that one. Uh, the only one where I can point to the offense is the Raiders. Second half, their offense yeah. just totally went to sleep. They were up. Yo, how are you going to give Devontae Adams the ball two times? I mean, two times. Oh, yeah. Come on. Absolutely Dude, crazy. Break. And the Cardinals were in a super soft zone because last they got just criticized so much for blitzing Patrick Mahomes way too much. So against the Raiders, I, was, I, mean, I watched the whole game. I was at a friend's birthday party. who was a Cardinals fan. So we had to watch the game. Uh. And, <laughs> and, and the thing is, like, everybody was so sad. But then second half, he got the best birthday gift ever as they came back. But yeah. it was just so weird in the second half that the offense just couldn't move and couldn't do anything. And then Kyler Murray's magic happened, right, where he's yep. <laughs> running around for literally 20 seconds on certain plays. Uh, so for that game, I would blame the offense. Because you're putting the defense in a bad position where you're going out there three and out, three and out. Now the defense is tired. They're chasing around a little Kyler Murray the whole time. I can see how right. that one happened against the Raiders. But yep. for the other two, you got to put that on the defense. I'm saying, man, it's great. You know what's really nuts? The Cardinals put up 29 points. I got one point for my kicker. One point for my kicker out of 29 <laughs> points because all the damn two-point conversions. Screwing up everything. That's why I don't want kickers in fantasy football. They don't belong. They don't belong. Uh Yo, D, all right, so do you agree that uh, Mike Evans deserves a one-game suspension for his role in what Tom Brady really had started, who gets away with everything apparently except for Deflategate? I mean, unbelievable that, you know, Brady, again, he, he's chomping. Marshawn Lattimore is going back at him. Evans comes out of nowhere and tosses Lattimore. I agree with the suspension. How about you? Yes, I totally agree with the suspension, right? Of course. Actually, with the, yes. But, like, if you, if you watch the play – Tom Brady's upset at this point, right? Because at that point, they were getting shut down again by the Saints. He's mad. He's throwing tablets and all the stuff that he does when he plays against the Saints. Oh, yeah. And he's upset because he believes Lattimore got away with pass interference. So he's yelling at the referee. Lattimore starts talking trash to him. He's not doing anything physical. He talks a little trash to Tom Brady. Oh, my God. How could he talk trash to Tom Brady? Yes, he was talking trash to Tom Brady. Fournette comes over and pushes Lattimore. Again, Lattimore didn't do anything physical. Fournette pushes him. And then Evans... It was at the sideline, yeah. runs in <laughs> and blasts Lattimore out of nowhere. Yeah. There's no way you watch that and think that Lattimore had anything to do with the physical part of the altercation that escalated into this melee. This melee. 
this was all on Fournette and Evans. Evans and Lattimore get into it every time. Like they need to have one of those celebrity boxing matches that I hate right. so much. Right. Like, they, oh. they, need to, like like, they need to go ahead and have a fight because they those two guys hate each other. But you could tell Evans just waiting for the opportunity to go at Lattimore, and this was his chance. Oh, he's talking trash to Brady. Let me go and blast him real quick. Yeah, so he deserves yeah. to get suspended. Evans, Evans is a big guy. There's no doubt about it. He really is. Yeah. You know, he, he yeah. he's tough. So you know, he has got no problem over the little fisticuffs over there, Nikki. But um, <laughs> I'm, again, I'm alright with the suspension and Tom Brady again just getting away with what he gets away with. But Evans being suspended one game, you're alright with that? Do you think that anybody else deserved it? No, I'm alright with it. And, and Brady, does, as much as I love Brady, I know he does get away with a lot. So much. So much. Unbelievable. Uh, crazy. All right, so they're going to miss Evans against the Packers, and we're going to pick that game later on, and that is not a good thing because Brady is already short, like pretty much 75% of his wide receivers. So that's real bad. Speaking of wide receivers, one last thing in neighborhood news before we get to our picks and our gutsy and putsy plays and calls of the week. Nikki, do you think Devontae Adams is now regretting leaving Green Bay? <laughs> uh no, I think like regret. It's week two. All right. Like I just I like to take a more measured approach to things. If if we're still seeing this, uh, you know, his usage like this a so week seven, week eight. Yeah. Then I think that, you know, he would regret it. But, you know, I think like let's just give some of these teams a few weeks to kind of find their footing, especially for new players on new teams with new quarterbacks and new head coaches. So I, mm-hmm. I absolutely don't agree with his usage, but regret after week two is a little strong for me. I hear that. Indeed, the usage is sick. Aaron Rodgers would never throw the ball just twice to Devontae Adams. That would never happen in a million years, minimum probably eight times. And, uh, uh, you know, again, it is way too early, of course, so it's more of a, you know, rhetorical, hypothetical sort of situation question. But I got to imagine if he was even there for the first game against Minnesota, how different it would be. I don't know. He's that much of a difference maker. Yeah, for sure. And the thing is, Devontae Adams got the ball a lot in the first matchup that the Raiders had. Uh, just for he some did. reason, against, yeah, he against did. the Cardinals, he did not, which definitely did not help me in our freaky fantasy draft at all. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> but he uh, he's he's going to be fine. I don't think he regrets it yet. If they keep losing, I think that could be something that leads to him. Regretting. Well, that's part of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, it's not like the Packers are just, you know, blowing the world on fire. They've only beat the Bears. So it's something that where right now he's probably looking at it like, okay, it's going to take a little time. Let's, you know, get into it. But we definitely got to do better in the second half. If you're a Raiders fan, speaking as if I was one, you say we have to do better in the second half of games for sure. No, Dickie. No. I love that. <laughs> yeah, the whole we thing. There you go. Bring it in. Patrick Mahomes is we, and Aaron Rodgers is I. I've been hearing that like all week long. Just amazing how different personalities. Anyway, let's get to it real quick. Gutsy and putsy plays of the week. All right. I've got the guts. All right. I got the guts. Here it is. The gutsy play of the week, guys, is more of like an ensemble. And it happened on Monday night where Darius Slay was on Justin Jefferson, singled up, not the entire game, for, but a large part of the time. And we're talking about one of the best wide receivers in the game, no doubt, top three, top five, wherever you want to put him. And Darius Slay, as we know, Nikki, he is an excellent cornerback. But that is risky just to put them one-on-one. When you know that Cousins is looking for Jefferson and Slayans are getting two interceptions out of him. Yeah, no, it was risky, but uh paid off. I feel like all of these decisions, right? 
if they're wrong, it's like, how could you do that? And then if they, they pan out the right way, it's like, oh, genius move. Like that was a great <laughs> game plan. But no, that, that is definitely something um, is risky. I don't know that I would have done that, but uh, yeah, paid off for the Eagles. So unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah, I know, I know, yeah. No, damn it! Every time I have to root for Minnesota, I remember bring them home. Like the Super Bowl was going to be in Minnesota. Every time I got to go all in and hard on the Vikings, they let me down. It's always against the Eagles too. God damn it! (laughs) My my Eagles now, as I call them, because having the Super Bowl, my God, are they looking really good right now? They are. Really my good. goodness, they they and so the two teams that play my you know we all have Buffalo. Buffalo looks like the best team in football, hands down. They are just fucking dominant, man. It is unbelievable what they're doing. But uh, yeah, D. As far as um you know the gutsy call of the week to go ahead and put Darius Slay on him, you know Justin Jefferson again. He is really one of the best, and he's proven it since he's got in the league from day one. Uh, I was a little surprised that Jefferson didn't have a better game. He only had. I don't know what fifty yards receiving something like that. So I'm shocked. No, nah, it was great defense by not just Slay but their whole secondary. I know that Nikki's not True. liking seeing the rest of that secondary uh, flourish either <laughs> with former Giants back there. But you, yeah. when you look at that game, the reason or one of the reasons that those cornerbacks could hang with those wide receivers is that Kirk Cousins was again time to throw the ball. They were bringing pressure. Yes. And when Kirk Cousins gets pressured, he has a tendency to say bucket and just throw the ball up in a couple, <laughs> in a couple of interceptions he definitely just threw the ball up especially the one in the end zone the slay he, he got that pressure came in his face he just like, Ugh. <laughs> he just I'm, like I'm like at least throw it, the, throw it out the back of the end zone or something yeah. like why would you just throw it up and just throw it up for grabs like that horrible uh but you know exactly. it's monday night it's monday night kirk cousins you know that's yep. you know, why we expect anything different from him that's on right. those, those primetime games but the pressure along with great coverage is why the Eagles look so good in that game. No I mean, doubt. are you surprised that Kirk Cousins is just like, fuck it and throws it? He's just like, you know, Mr. <laughs> if I die, I die. Like, who gives a shit? Like, he yeah. has no fucks to give. No, he doesn't care. <laughs> about he's an absolute filthy rich millionaire. He doesn't care about anything. He's perfectly right. fine. Uh, yeah, maybe he, definitely maybe he's, he's a legend at the bank for sure. Yeah. 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 He, he's okay. <laughs> He's okay. Maybe he's a putz, but uh, let's go to the uh, putzy play of the week over here. Let's do it. All right, putz. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, guys, and we just talked about it, Mike Evans shoving Marshawn Lattimore, so we don't have to spend too much time on this over here, but that was really stupid. And again, like you said, D, he did it really in the heat of the moment because he's got it out for Marshawn Lattimore because Lattimore has done such a good job on him in the past, but that is such a dumb move. Again, if you can just think for a half a second and say – I can get suspended for this, whatever can happen, yada, yada. And you go ahead and do it anyway when you don't have Julio Jones or Chris Godwin. Russell Gage hasn't shown up yet. It, nothing. Tom Brady doesn't have people to throw the ball to. Yeah, no, nah, it was extremely stupid. And he had a half a second to think about it. The half a second took him to run from the sideline to hit Marshawn yeah. Lattimore. Yeah. And he had the time to think about it. He could have stopped and, yeah. just, and just grabbed him. Like you said, Mike Evans is way bigger than Lattimore. He could literally grab him and pick him up and shake him. If he would have yes. did that, he wouldn't have got suspended. Like, yeah. <laughs> he had so much time to think about what he could have done in that moment instead of starting a melee between the two teams, which honestly changed the game. I feel like yeah. both the Bucks handled it better afterwards than the Saints did. But before yeah. that, the Bucks couldn't do anything offensively. We couldn't do anything offensively either. It was three nothing for the most part. But yeah, <laughs> the, felt like. yeah, the Saints after that you saw Jameis get out of control. It just all went downhill for us. 
So it worked as far as winning the game, but it may lose in the next one. Yep, yep. Bad move right there. And that's, like I said, they're playing Green Bay. We're going to pick that game in a little bit right now because we're doing our week three picks in a second over here. But we have to go over our week two results. Oh. Nikki, you and I tied at eight and eight. All right. So not the greatest, but uh, not losing. So I guess we'll take it. Not wonderful. And we both single locked as did D. He single locked, but he got us by one game. He went nine and seven. So oh, he, all he, right. he, Round of applause. Good job, D. <laughs> All right. Oh, and I'm keeping track of every one of them. I marked it down. D I'm got sure the you are because you're petty like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I want to keep it real. That's all. I, I just want to keep it real. That's all there is to it. That's all there is. I feel like he's got a whole notebook, D, of like things we have said over the last two and a half years and just like, <laughs> you know, and then just Hello. that's how he picks like certain topics to bring up. Yep. That's right. <laughs> That's right, because I can't remember a damn thing, so I have to refer back to my notebook, obviously. Because do you have paper. pen and paper too? Yeah, right. Yeah, pen and paper well, always. Yeah, so so neither one of you is like getting on the iPad train with your notes, right? No, okay. mm -hmm. no I go old school with notes. I'm okay, Apple. You know, way, way to go, D. <laughs> way to go, D. I like I'm, it. And plus, I'm Team Android anyway, so I can't go Apple. <laughs> All right, we're trying to get that Love Apple. You don't give a shit. You love Apple. If they're paying us, you love it. I do. <laughs> I, I will switch to iPhone if they sponsor us for sure. Oh, oh. All right. <laughs> okay. Well, you work for Apple. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> Nikki, if Samsung sponsors us, Nikki will switch to an Android. Uh, oh, yeah. She'll forget I'll about it. My iPad. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> You'll make it happen. That much I know. No I will. Doubt. You know what? I will. I will get a separate phone number. Uh, strictly for work, and I will make it a Samsung. Absolutely. There you go. Fair enough. All right, we got a deal. Now you got a deal. You know, I know how bad they want you, obviously. So we you know got to make sure that we get it out there. All right, good deal. All right, let's do it. Let's get together. Let's make our picks right now. Let's do this thing. Oh, wait, we didn't do crowbite. We didn't do what? Do we have to brag <laughs> and eat crow? Oh, you know what? We should do that. As a matter of fact, why don't we brag and eat crow? Right, Damien? We have to do that. See, I told you I forget a lot of shit, but I do have it written down in front of me. <laughs> so let's do the bragging rights and the crow bites, man. Let's get this thing going. All right. All right so yeah, this is where we look at the previous week and we pick something that we can brag about. And we also have to pick something that we have to eat crow about. Uh, I'll start it off. And this week, let's start with the crow bites this week. And I brought some hot sauce with me this week because I have a lot of crow that Ooh. I can eat. And I had to have something on there to bring some flavor to the crow that I have to eat this week. So I had a lot of things to pick from, but I only picked two and they kind of tie in together because they played against each other. Cincinnati. I mean, so Wait. much crow in Cincinnati right now. I don't know how the offensive line got worse when yeah. they hired better players. I don't know, <laughs> but it's it's way worse. Uh, Joe Burrow is being sacked 19.7% of the time. What? Like, that's, it's very nuts. One out of every five times he drops back, he's getting sacked. Like, that is absolutely crazy. I couldn't believe I had to like verify. I'm like, there's no way it's that high. Like, we've seen really high sack seasons before, but not even like David Carr back in the day was at 19% of the time. Like this <laughs> the rate that he's at right now would crush, crush the record for most sacks taken. Oh, yeah. And that offensive line definitely has to get together. And I also have to eat crow on Dallas's defense. I said that Dallas's defense would slow down and would come back this year because they depended a lot on turnovers last year. But that defense looks really, really good. I know they gave him a lot of running yards against Tampa Bay, but they were able to 
keep them off the board for the most part. If their offense was doing anything in that game, it would have been a good game. So I think Dallas's defense, especially Michael Parsons, my guy. Michael Parsons, bro. He's <laughs> in the Hall of Fame right now. That guy is stupid right good. Yeah, stupid. He's, he's, he's dumb good. He's dumb good. And <laughs> he might be defensive player of the year. I, I said that he would have a defensive player of the year type year, but I didn't think he would get it because I didn't think Dallas defense would be good. But if defense mm. continues to play like this, Michael Parsons will definitely be in the running for defense player of the year for sure. So that's yeah, my it's, it's Cincinnati like, as a whole and Dallas's defense. It's like giving the MVP MVP in baseball to a guy on a losing team. You almost can't do it, but like he is, he stands out like head and shoulders. I mean, he's re, he's already a top five defensive player in my eyes, no doubt. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. So what are you eating, Crow on Jay? All right. Well, you know, the bangles I was going to bring up, but I have to bring up and I feel like we all have to eat. What the hell is wrong with the Colts? Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, they, they <laughs> tie the Texas and then you get shut out by, by Jacksonville. Look, I know you have trouble in Jacksonville and you haven't won there in 48 years. I understand. But how do you go and get shut out? And what's going on with Matt Ryan? I know, you know, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. wasn't wasn't available for that game, but. To, to turn the ball over as much as they did, to not be able to move it, to not even get it in between, you know, into the red zone. The Colts, I mean, I thought they would run away with this division. They are, like, just running away. It's bad news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, it, it's it's bad. It's really bad. Uh, that offensive line is another one where Matt Ryan has no time. He's getting sacked a lot. They're not creating running lanes for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, and the old line didn't really change. They, I don't understand how it got so much worse. Uh, with Cincinnati, you could point to like you know new personnel. Maybe they got to get a new chemistry. There's things you could point to. But the Colts yeah. is like, how is this offensive line so bad? It doesn't really make sense. I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> so it bottles my mind right now. What's going on with them? I I hope they'll get better. I have to imagine they will get better. But Frank Reich is going to put them in pads this week in practice. All right, he's not going to screw around. They got to get their shit together. They do. <laughs> So what are you eating crawl on, Nikki? Well, I'm I'm not eating crow on Indy yet. I'll, I eat like a bite, but let's like maybe a couple weeks. So if they <laughs> put it together, if they go zero and four, like then I'm gonna have to. Um, I'm going to eat crow on spearheading uh, Cleveland covering. Uh, I know that was our bet yeah. of the week. Uh, in my defense, we were close. God damn it, we were very very close until those last few minutes came. But I uh, spearheaded that, and I apologize for that. One. <laughs> Honestly, I don't feel like we should eat crow on that because they were up 13 with less than two minutes left. Yeah. Like, not only is it shenanigans that they lost, it's shenanigans that they didn't cover. Like, they, <laughs> they should have covered easily up 13 points with less than two minutes left. It's, I feel like that was a good pick. It was a good pick, uh, and the Browns just ruined it, I guess, by being <laughs> the Browns. But yeah. there's no way that should have happened. Joe Flacco led comeback. Well, come on. No really? Come on, man. <laughs> I was sitting there like freaking out, like. But I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who's arrived. Garrett Wilson. He's Whoa. Okay, he could play. This wide receiver class, guys. Let's not joke around. This might go down as one of the best wide receiver classes when it's all said and done. I'm getting way ahead of myself for two games in, but everybody looks great. We haven't even seen Jameson Williams yet. Yeah, no, nah, they do. Chris Olave has definitely shown some flashes for the Saints as well. Yep. Drake London is killing it. Drake yeah. London's doing great. Yeah. I mean, you know, and uh, you know, what's his name for um, for Pittsburgh? Um, uh, Pickens, George Pickens. He just doesn't have a quarterback to really get in the ball, but he's fantastic. Also, Traylon Burks made a few plays in a 
a terrible loss. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Now, as well, obviously, the class looks pretty good so far. So we'll see. We'll see if it goes down as one of the best. All right. So now let's get into some bragging rights. Uh, ladies option. You want to go first, Nikki? Sure. Uh, I love to brag about the fact I told you all to take the Giants and that they would cover. So I was right about that. I believe I did take Tampa Bay to win. And even though I didn't say it on this show, and I hate to plug another show, but that's okay. Uh, on Channel Side Bets, I did say take Arizona and the five and a half. And everybody looked at me and went, what? And Nikki, and I even said it at the bars watching the game at, and they were like, this girl's crazy. Like, what you, What do you mean? Like, you have a podcast, you're talking about crazy bets like this? Well, <laughs> yeah, I was right. <laughs> there you go. That's the, that's the whole hedge, hedging the bet thing, D, because she went with Vegas over here, so she hedged the bet, and you know what? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, nah, the, I feel like both of those, like, you lose the bet, but you don't feel bad about it afterwards. Like I would definitely took Vegas plus the minus five and a half, and I would do it all over again. I just I still don't believe in Arizona. I, that might have been the Fugazi Bowl of all of them. Arizona oh yes, that, <laughs> yes, that was the Fugazi Bowl. I like that. I like that. Totally Fugazi. And somebody said that the Cardinals or the Raiders were Fugazi today. I'm like, yep, they're watching the show again. It's unbelievable. <laughs> still watching. For sure, For sure. They are, because there's a idea. show coming out called Quantum Leap. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. They, like, oh, taking, I should have patented it. It looks like a, a pretty cool, a pretty cool idea where the guy's taking a quantum leap into time into different people's bodies. I'm like, okay, yep. I wouldn't have thought of that that part. So I could just <laughs> but the name itself, I could be like, man, that was me. Yeah, <laughs> we could all pitch in on that one. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. So what else? <laughs> what are you bragging about this week, Jay? What am I going to brag about? Um, well, I, I'll tell you what. I, like I said, I was so strong on taking the over in the Washington-Detroit game. It went way over 48 and a half points. And Amon St. Brown is absolutely legit. I have him on three of my four fantasy teams because I believed in him so much. And I drafted him probably maybe a round too early than others would. And I didn't care what they said. I'm like, I know. I know what's going to happen. Go but your guy. That, that's my guy. And he's, he's lighting up. But the biggest brag I have to go with is my quarterback, my quantum <laughs> leap quarterback, Tua Tungavailoa, six touchdown passes, 469 yards against the Baltimore Ravens defense. What is up? I told you, Waddle, Hill, Gasecki, Wilson, Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, they got weapons, and he's going to make the most of it. And you know what? He threw short, he threw intermediate, and he threw a few long balls. And you know what? He was dead on freaking balls accurate. Tua, way to go. Cheers, baby. Hey, it was a great game for Tua. I will give him his credit for a great game. I'm still skeptical, but yeah. I will I will <laughs> give him his, his credit for having a good game. You, you go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for my bragging rights, People thought I was crazy. I said Atlanta would cover 10 and a half. Uh, it was plus 10 and a half against the, the Rams. I said that run game, they did a different style than I thought they would do it. <laughs> they, you know, kind of pass their way back into the game, but their running game and the fact they know how to just make games ugly, they're going to stay sure. in this game. And somehow they got back into it. At one point, I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to hear about this bet. But yeah. <laughs> they, they were able to get back in there for me. So I did do, do well on that one. So plus 10 and a half Atlanta, I'll brag on that. 
Nice. Yeah. Well done. That was well done. Yeah, I was, remember watching that score. I'm like, oh, yeah, D picked them, you know, minus 10 and a half. I'm like, that's not going to be good. But, yep, at the end, they they pulled their shit out. So, not bad. It's funny. Uh, Ma says uh, that all he ever hears, all she ever hears is Damien's voice when she sees Quantum Leap, like, on TV. <laughs> yeah. She just picked That's so funny. I love it. I love it. She is truly the fourth member of the show. Yes. Yes, for sure. <laughs> you two are robbing banks together and stuff, right? So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you guys for reminding me of uh, Bragan writes a crow bites that would have totally passed that one over. That's why I got to color code everything. You know, it gets hard. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so why don't we make our week three picks right now? It's coming up. It's starting tomorrow. Thursday night football. Steelers, Browns, maybe not the most attractive game in the entire world. Part of that has to do with the Cleveland Browns uniforms. But nevertheless, it is a divisional <laughs> game. So it could be exciting. So we got Steelers at Browns. The game's in Cleveland. Nikki, what do you think happens here? Cleveland coming off a loss. Steelers coming off a loss against the New England Patriots, where, again, Vegas is smarter than everybody. They had them a point, a point and a half favorite, and they freaking got it right. They bet on that game. Yeah, they did get it right. And that's the one I said I wouldn't touch. That was my don't bet. So That's right. You did say that. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one. Um, I'm not sure about this game either. But how the hell are we in like week three already? It's just when you uh, live your life like in, in sports podcasting and especially football, it just goes, right? Like the weeks just fly by. Um, seems like Pittsburgh's offense is just kind of like making this up as they go along. Like It doesn't ever <laughs> really seem like there's like a game plan. Uh, I think Cleveland's a little bit better against the run, but damn it, Cleveland, you burned me last week. You made me look like a fool against the Jets. Uh-huh. I'm going to go Pittsburgh 23, Cleveland 20. Okay. All right. 23-20, a field goal game, which is usually what we see in the AFC North, Damien. So Nikki's going with Pittsburgh in this one. Uh, again, one of them is going to have to come back and win unless they tie, and Pittsburgh likes to do that. So who the hell knows? I don't think you're going to pick it. <laughs> I don't think Damien's going to pick a tie. So let's see who he Never does go knows. with. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna pick a tie. I'm gonna, go with Cle- <laughs> I'm gonna go with Cleveland in this one, 20 to 14. Uh, but I wouldn't be shocked if it goes either way. Honestly, this is one of those stayaways. Hey, I'm not making yeah. any bets on. I saw yeah. like I was looking through my app earlier, and they have all like the you know over unders for yards and everything else, like player individual props. And even those, I'm like, I, don't, I have no idea what's gonna happen in this game. Like both of these teams, know. <laughs> like I have no idea. But I'm gonna go Cleveland because Pittsburgh's offense, I just don't trust at all. Well, here's the the breaker for me, and here's why I'm going to pick Cleveland. It's because of their defensive line, which Davian Clowney, Miles Garrett, against Pittsburgh's very, very shaky offensive line. So they're going to obviously go ahead and try to shut down the run because they're not going to worry much about Mitch Trubisky. They can get home with four. I think, again, the game is won and lost at the line of scrimmage, which I'm also hearing a lot on a four-letter network. Um, I know I didn't make that up, but I do love saying it. But that's the reason why I'm going to pick Cleveland, 24-17 to win this game. Uh, Thursday night, and again, it is very hard for the road team to come out and win on Thursday night on a short week, but you never know. I do like Pittsburgh. They are a playoff team of mine. You and always say, you know, don't count out Mike Tomlin, Jay. You always absolutely, a hundred percent. We saw Malik Tomlin, but this this Pittsburgh team. That's there's a reason why I felt so confident in making the Glizzly. Uh, beer bet <laughs> <laughs> on Pittsburgh in Miami. Like Miami looks really good. I'm a little worried about Miami, but. Pittsburgh, I am not worried about them making the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know you're not. 
I know you're not, but you know what? I think Kenny Pickett's going to be in week five, and that offense is going to change big time. You're going to see a lot of passing. That's a sports profit prediction right there. Week five. Week five. Week five, Kenny Pickett. He's going to change the whole offense, I'm I'm telling you right now. And a rookie doesn't do that often, but it will happen. Anyway, that is – I can't wait for Kenny Pickett just so we can hear Pickett to Pickens. Pickett to Pickens, baby. All day long. We need that. We need that in our lives. But unfortunately, what you're going to hear is – Pickett tries to go to Pickens and it gets picked. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. Very good, D. Very good. All right. Well, let's continue with our George Pickens over here and let's get to the uh, first Sunday game of the week, which is in Carolina as your Saints come marching in, D, to play the Carolina Panthers. And, you know, McCaffrey is back. Uh, they are 0 2 right now. They lost to Cleveland, they lost to Nikki's Giants, 19 16. Just a few days ago, the Saints definitely need this win, man. The offense has got to come from somewhere. Are they going to make it happen on the road? I am a little worried about this game. I feel like Carolina's due for a win. You look at both games, they lost in ways where they could have won either one. So it's like, oh, they're due for one. Uh-huh. You know, it feels like the luck can go their way. But you guys know I'm going with New Orleans to win this okay. matchup. <laughs> uh, 24 to 17. Uh, I, Carolina's offense. I don't think it's going to do much against us. Our defense seems like it found itself in week two against Tampa Bay. It was dominant. If it wasn't for the turnovers by offense, we would have won that game. So I definitely have to go with the Saints shutting down Carolina. That's why I'm going 24-17. Yeah, that's where I'm at. Again, it's a line of scrimmage. It's a defense that New Orleans has. Um, You know, Marshawn Lattimore is playing in this game, so he's going to shut down or at least, you know, partially DJ Moore for the most part. Robbie Anderson, I don't know how much they're even worried about. But uh, the Saints got playmakers all over the defense, Nikki. So I feel pretty confident that coming off a loss, they're going to play really tough. And I don't know if Kamara is going to be in or not. But either he's way, I think practice today. He, he practiced? Yeah. Okay. Well, he's, that's an even better sign. Well, I'm going to take New Orleans 20 to 10, Nikki. What are you going to do? Uh, yes, I will take New Orleans 21, Carolina 18. Okay. All right. Excellent. Excellent. Let's get to our third game where we have the Houston Texans coming into play, and they're in their 20th season in the NFL, and the Bears are in, like, their 120th season in the NFL. (laughs) So uh, that is the matchup this week. That is one that people are not going to be flicking on their television. I feel bad for you if you live in Houston and Chicago and you have to watch these teams, but it's unfortunate. You will have to watch them. Um, So we got the Texans and the Bears, Nikki. It's games in Chicago. I'm not thrilled about it, but we got to pick a winner here. What do you got? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm not really thrilled about it either. Uh, I do think Chicago has got to let Justin Fields loose a little bit. And I think that this is the game that they're going to start to do that. Um, I just I think that they're probably the better teams and I will edge to them just for having a better run game as well. So I will go Chicago 24, Houston 18. Okay, 18. Are you sure you want to pick a score with 18 in it? You bashed my freaking head in when I picked a weird score. No, I'm just playing with yeah, you. I do. Uh, I do want to take a score. I'm not going to lie to you. If any teams could score 18 points, it's definitely Chicago or Houston for sure. Yeah, yeah probably, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> They'll fumble around and do something like that. Yeah, like exactly it's going right. to be a wonky, weird game. Like, I, I don't it know. Is. Yeah, I'm not down for watching it. No, I'm really not. I'll give you my pick in a second, but D, what do you think is going to happen in Chicago when the Houston uh, Texans come to play? I'm going to go Houston 17 to 10. Uh, okay. Houston's defense seems like it might be legitly good. Now, it could have been that the Colts and Denver's offense both suck, 
But <laughs> uh, Texas's defense has shown up and played well, and it's not like they're playing against a, a, another great offense. They're playing against another bad one. I don't know if there's been any team to start the season against three worse offenses than what we've seen from the Colts, Denver, uh. and now Chicago. Uh, so because of that, I'm thinking that the Texans will be able to shut them down. Texans 17, Bears 10. Interesting. Okay, yeah, the defense did play well, you know, especially against Denver, who's still trying to figure it out. I understand that. Um, I don't know. Something just tells me Chicago is going to win this game, that Montgomery's going to have a really good game on the ground, and Fields is going to make some plays, and that's pretty much all it's going to take. Chicago has a pretty good defense, not great. They did get kind of lit up by Green Bay on Sunday night, but um, – God, I went back. I, I went back for so much. I just, I, I'm with you. I feel like Houston has a better defense, and Brandon Cooks is going to make a few plays downfield, and maybe Damian Pierce. I don't know. I ended up going with the road team in this one. I took the Texans, 17-14. So that was a really tough one for me to pick. But for the Damian, for the same reasons, I'm going with Houston also. So uh, there we go. That is the third game that we have. Game number four, pretty interesting over here. The Colts desperately need a win, bro desperately and they're hosting the Kansas City Chiefs not a good time this could be oh two and one or whatever the hell it is I'm getting confused with damn records already Damian but the Chiefs here they come they've been hot the Colts are not what's going to happen everything points to Kansas City uh blowing them out the way they've been looking uh so I think it's going to be somewhat closer because they are desperate they do need a victory but Kansas City definitely wins KC 28 Colts 17. All right, so you going with the Chiefs on the road in the dome? Will the noise make a difference, Nikki? Is that going to help out Indianapolis, or are they doomed? No, they're doomed, and I'm locking this one in. Kansas City, thirty. I, I don't even know. Is Indy going to score a point? I, I have no idea. <laughs> thirty to something like it's twenty. I don't know. Somewhere in the twenties. I, I just yeah. I, who knows? But they just hey, got let's... shut out. Like it's a nah, legit, legit question. You think about the season. I think they've been shut out. What seven out of the eight quarters so far? Yeah. Bad. Very bad. <laughs> Things are not looking good. And I don't think they're gonna get better against Kansas City. I'm with you guys. You can call it a try, try, try effecto over there. As the Chiefs will win this game, and I agree with Nikki. They will lock thirty-two to eighteen. There's their eighteen score right there. So I got the right. Chiefs thirty-two eighteen in this one. Next one, maybe the most interesting game on the NFL schedule in week three, and that is the Buffalo Bills coming off a big win Monday night where they got to rest basically all their stars in the second half. So they'll be a little bit more fresh than usual on Monday night going to play the Miami Dolphins in the heat. The Buffalo Bills, not a team that plays in the heat, obviously. It's already 20 degrees in Buffalo right now. So (laughs) it's going to be tough uh, for this one. I went back and forth. It's a really tough one, but I think the Bills looked extremely disciplined. Miami did too for the most part, but they did have some blunders. But ultimately, it came down, who is the better team? It's the Buffalo Bills. They're they're the better team. I think we'll see a little bit more defense in this game. So, Nikki, I'm going to go 24-16 Buffalo in this one. Yeah, I am taking Buffalo, and just so you guys know, Josh Allen is seven and one against Buffalo with 21 touchdowns and five interceptions against Miami. Yes, just put that out there for you guys. But I am going to go Buffalo 37. Miami will score points, probably like 27, but uh, I'm going to lock a Buffalo in on this. Okay. All right. Locking it in. Back to back locks Kansas City and Buffalo. All right. So Nikki's got two locks, and D hasn't locked in anything yet. Are you confident enough uh, to lock Buffalo, or do you think Miami might pull the quote-unquote upset? 
No, I'm going to go Buffalo. It's not going to be one of my locks, but I do like Buffalo a lot in this game. Go 30 to 21. Uh, Miami scares me a little bit just because they were able to explode like that. And yeah. Buffalo's defense isn't going to do what Baltimore's defense did for sure. So yeah. I think this game is going to show us a lot about Tua. Yeah, he's going to get rushed a lot in this game. This is gonna, he's going to have a lot more pressure. So it's a good thing that they're used to getting the ball out quick. Let's see if that helps them. And if so, if Buffalo is sending four, you know, more than four, five, maybe even six at a time, he can get Waddle open on a slant. He'll open on a slant. And they could take it to the house. So it could be one of those kind of games. It'll have to be a chess match somewhere along the line. Very interested in that AFC East matchup. Now we go to an NFC North matchup where the Lions come off their first win, beating the Washington Commanders, and they go to play the Minnesota Vikings, who shit the bed in Philadelphia. They looked terrible. God, they look awful. So they need to win desperately, Nikki. Can they pull one out against the Lions, whose offense – they're averaging, what, 33, 34 points a game right now? Yeah, Detroit is sneaky. Um, I want to pick Detroit, but I feel like this would be the week that my luck would turn. So let me just – I'm going to try you one more time, Minnesota, one more time. I'll go Vikings 30, Detroit 23, but I would absolutely not lock this game. I would bet it, but I wouldn't lock it. And we'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah, this is a tough game to lock. I wouldn't lock it either. I mean, D, I can see Detroit scoring points in this game and staying in it, and Minnesota, you know, maybe they make a couple of mistakes. But I think if anybody's going to make a mistake, it's more likely to be Detroit, actually. And the fact that it is in Minnesota and it will be loud and Jared Goff may have a little bit of, you know, trouble with the cadence. I'm going to go the Vikings, um, but not by much. Uh, 26-24, I got Minnesota in this game, D. I don't know if I've ever said this in history, but I'm excited oh. for a Minnesota-Detroit matchup. I don't, Thank know you. Ever, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever said that before. No, <laughs> but, probably not. Probably. Yeah, but this one, this one here, you. yeah, this is a good, pretty good game. Uh, I'm going Minnesota 27-24 okay. because it's Kirk Cousins and it's not in primetime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. If this were a Sunday night game, forget about it. Everything would be switched yeah. around. Yeah, right. switch it. Yep. All right, we get another try, try, try right there as uh, we all got Minnesota in this game. Okay, no doubt. Next game is definitely interesting, too, because the Patriots did just come off a win in Pittsburgh. Now they get to go home to New England, but they got to host the Baltimore Ravens, who are pissed the freak off right now because they blew it. They could have been 2-0, commandingly in the AFC North. They need this game very badly. They are a better team. I think Lamar Jackson – Look, again, Bill Belichick likes to take your best weapon away, right, guys? Yeah. You can't take away Lamar Jackson. You can't. And if you try to, he's going to hit his wide receivers. We've seen Duvernay. We've seen Bateman. Obviously, Mark Andrews. They can make plays. So you know what? I think Baltimore will win in a bunch of different ways. Plus, I think that defense is going to be really pissed off. I like Baltimore in this game, and I like it comfortably. I'm going to actually lock it on the road in New England, which is something you don't do. But I feel that confident that Baltimore is that better of a team and going to win this game, Damian. So let me take the Ravens and let me lock it in. Okay. I'm with you on Baltimore. It's not one of my locks, but I do like Baltimore in this game a lot. I'm going to go Baltimore 24, New England 14. I don't okay. believe in that New England offense. I know Pittsburgh's defense is pretty good, but they got really lucky on, you know, a throw-up jump ball. Uh, that was pretty much the difference in the game. Yeah, to Nelson Aguilar. That was it. That yeah. one play. Yeah, that was that was the difference in that game. It was super boring game, uh, but and I just don't think New England's good. I think they beat a bad Pittsburgh team. So give me Baltimore. 
Yeah, again, uh, very weird. Again, you know, the Pittsburgh with their offensive line, they're going to have to fix those issues. But that's not the game we're talking about right now. It is uh, Baltimore on the road over there to play New England. And, again, it's Bill Belichick, Nicky. It's, <laughs> he can still coach him up really good. So can he pull out a win against Baltimore? I mean, obviously, we never know, right? Any given Sunday, sure. week two has been crazy. Uh, no, I think Baltimore is extremely pissed off. Uh, I will say this. Somebody has got to step up and help Lamar Jackson on that offense, right? It cannot just be Mark Andrews because Bill Belichick will take away Mark Andrews. Like somebody has got to step up and help him out. So that said, yeah, I will go Baltimore 27, Patriots 17. Yeah, Baltimore's got to find the running game besides Lamar Jackson. Yeah. They, yeah. they really need to get a running game going. No J.K. Dobbins. I don't know when the hell he's coming back, but – they really got to figure it out. I don't know if Kenyon Drake is the answer. I do not know, but go make a trade, do something, because their bread and butter is running the football, not just with Lamar Jackson. Uh, they got to go do something, Dink. They really do. They got to they they figure it out. Otherwise, they could be in a little bit of trouble. They are not as strong a team when they don't have a good running back, and we saw that last year when they had freaking Le'Veon Bell. All right, so come on, let's go. Anyway. Um, That's a good right hand on Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Hey, yeah. I don't want to get hit by him. That's for sure. Whether it's on the football field or in the ring, either way, I don't want it. Oh man. All right. So the Ravens, AFC North Bengals, AFC North, they're all in two. And I got to break a little bit on this one, guys. I mean, yes, I did pick them to beat Dallas because Cooper rush. I mean, who the hell would have thought they were going to win a game, but I told you the Bengals were taking a step back this year. Granted it was a close game against Pittsburgh, but you go ahead and you lose to Cooper rush and those guys. I mean, Really? Are you kidding? So right now, like I said, I, I don't believe in the Bengals at all, but they are playing the New York Jets. And I know the Jets just beat Cleveland and came back, but that is fluke freaking city. That's not going to happen again. Since he needs this game really bad, they'll get the ball out quick. I think Jamar Chase has a monster day. I'm talking like 200 freaking yards probably because Sauce Gardner did get hurt in that game. I like the Bengals 28-14, Nikki. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one, but you know, he, Joe Burrow's been sacked 13 times already. That's weeks. a lot. That's 13 a lot. Times. Yeah. I'm with D. I don't know. I don't understand. You added those pieces that you needed on the line. How the hell did you get worse? Like, I, I don't, I really don't get it. You so. know what? Just, just because they have a name that people know doesn't mean that they're, that they're a great player. I've been saying yeah. that for a long time. Yeah, I just I would think that if you've upgraded and you've improved, but you know what? Maybe they need another week or two to get it together. Uh, I, I'll, I'll take them against the Jets, the thirty-four Jets, twenty-four. Okay, all right. So you got some points scored in that game. Maybe want to yeah. take the over on that. Let's see if that's one of our best bets going on a little bit later. Right. D, uh, we we both got Cincinnati on the road. Nikki and I. Do you think that Jets could pull out another miraculous victory? Yes, you can go ahead and make this a try, try. Traffic. All right. <laughs> yes, I do think the Jets. Yeah, I know. I know. You <laughs> me What's in oh, the water yeah. bottle? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. Nah, we that. definitely can uh, go ahead and make that trifecta. I'm locking in Cincinnati, actually, because oh, okay. look at both games. Even with all the offensive line trouble, they lost these two games by combined six points. So yes. this team yes. is right there on the edge of winning. We know they have all the talent in the world on the offensive end. The defense has been decent. Like, the defense for Cincinnati has been good. It's been the fact that they haven't been able to get in the rhythm of offense that's costing these right. games. So we'll give me Cincinnati to win this one, I would say, 27-17, and go ahead and lock it in. 
All right. So that's D's first lock over there. Nikki and I have two. Let's see what remains. All right. Let's get to our next game where, oh, you got Owen two teams right now, the Raiders and the Titans. The game is in Tennessee, Damian. I don't even want to pick this game. I mean, it's going to be one of those weird back and forth games, in my opinion. But if it does go back and forth, who gets the final uh, laugh? Man, uh, this game right here, like you said, is super tough to pick. And it's very important, right? One of these teams is going to be 0-3. And yeah. in the history of the NFL, only six teams have made the playoffs after starting 0-3. Uh, so it's definitely a very uphill battle from here for one of these teams. I think it's going to be Tennessee that starts 0-3. So give me Vegas to win 24-20 okay. to 20 in this one. Just don't trust Tennessee's offense right now. They, If Derrick Henry is this Derrick Henry we've seen, that offense is going to struggle really, really bad. Well, he, they got to give Derrick Henry the ball more. And again, I understand why they didn't because Buffalo was smacking the shit out of him. Um, but if Tennessee can stay in this game, and I like the way Traylon Burks looked, by the way, I thought they looked pretty good on the field. You got to get Robert Woods and in in, you know involved a little bit more. But the you know the run game is their bread and butter. I don't know if we're going to see Malik Willis again. We did see him obviously in a blowout. I'm sure Ryan Tannehill will get the start again, give him a few more games. But look, if this team goes zero and four, one and five. Malik Willis is coming in. That'll be the end for Ryan Tannehill. But as far as this game, I think because they're home, crowd noise helps a little bit. I think Mike Vrabel is a better coach than Josh McDaniels. I think that'll coach him out a little bit. So give me the Titans in this game, Nikki. I'm going to go 30 to 27. Um, God, I don't really like either offense right now, but, um, I, yeah. Um, I don't know. This one's tough for me. I just think that maybe the Raiders have more weapons, so I'll go with them instead. Okay. 24 or 17. I'm sure Devontae Adams will get more than two targets this week. So, uh, you know, or two catches, whatever the fuck it was. So, yeah, pretty good right there. Okay, let's see. All right, let's go to another divisional matchup over here. As we got a few games left to pick. We have the Eagles at the Commanders, Nikki. This is mm-hmm. your division. Eagles, again, looking freaking sharp right now even though they let Detroit come back in that game in week one they looked amazing on Monday night the commanders lost to Detroit one week one against Jacksonville at home so they're one of those teams that we're not sure about yet but Philly looking pretty damn good can they get the win on the road yes and I will even lock Philly because the commanders desperately need Chase Young back I mean they really, really, really do. So, yeah, I will lock Philly. Let me see. What kind of – what score did I give them? Uh, 28-24. 28-24. All right. Locking it. Close score. Maybe a garbage touchdown by the commanders at the end. Just Probably. Probably. Probably so. All right, D, what do you think in this divisional matchup? you think that the commanders have a chance? No. The Eagles will fly over the command and <laughs> win this matchup. Uh, I'm with Nikki. I'm locking it in. Give me Philadelphia 28 to 20 in this one. I'm always hesitant to lock in divisional battles and especially with the team on the road. I definitely agree with you guys. I certainly think Philly is the better team and they will win this game. But if the commanders somehow have a great, great game with Antonio Gibson and McLaurin and Curtis Samuel go off and Logan Thomas, they do have players and Carson Wentz once in a blue moon does play well, but No, Philly is stacked, man. Offensive line, defensive line, secondary, wide receivers. Jalen Hurts playing like an MVP. 31-24 Philly. So call it a try, try, try. 
Yeah, we got some octaves you know going how, on. You know how you guys make fun of me for always picking the Saints? Yeah. I'm going to be the same way with the Bills and the Eagles this year. I'm picking them into their lives. There you go. And you know what? That would be smart of you. That would be smart of you because that is my Super Bowl pick right there. And I'm <laughs> right now. Boy, do I feel confident about that one. <laughs> Only week two, so I'm not going to get too ahead of myself. We got time. But God bless. Let them stay healthy, please. All right, next game. D, I think this game is really interesting, especially to you, because you're quantum leap quarterback, Jacksonville Jaguars, who just came off a really nice win, a close one in Washington. They could be 2-0 right now, but they're 1-1, going to play the Chargers, who are 1-1, who should be 2-0, because they blew that game against Kansas City. The game is in L.A. Who wins? Man, part of I want to say Jacksonville, but I can't. <laughs> the, the Chargers are just so stacked all over the field. Uh, even with Herbert getting hurt in that game, you saw the protection he was getting. Like the offensive line for the Chargers is yeah. awesome. Their defense is awesome. Everything just awesome. Uh, Jacksonville isn't awesome yet. So <laughs> I guess that's why I got to go with uh, the Chargers 27-21. Uh, listen, I feel so confident I'm locking the game in. You know, the Chargers, they're, they're, yeah, they're going to win this game. They're going to win it pretty easily. Again, that defense is one of the underrated parts. When you talk about Bosa, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, Asante Samuel, Derwin James, uh, goes on and on. I mean, they are yeah. totally stacked. So I, I, I love them in this game, especially at home, even though they're really not a home team, like when the Raiders come in and whatnot. But this is the Jaguars. They have like 14 fans. So this, I'm not worried about be, That's another interesting thing. Who's going to have more fans at this one, right? Because normally we know the road team's going to have more fans than the Chargers. Yeah. This one, yeah. the Chargers, if there's know. Chargers fans out there, represent for this game. This is your game to come out. Yes. Have, <laughs> have the majority of the stadium. Come on, Chargers yes. fan. Make a showing. Make a showing. See what happens. There you go. Well, Nikki, you going to go with us on the Chargers over here? Oh, yeah. I, I can't. I can't take Jacksonville. So, yeah, I, I'll go Chargers 30. I think Jacksonville will score some points, probably like 20 points. They could score. Jacksonville could score. Again, some of it may be garbage, but, uh, man, yeah, I really like that uh, L.A. Uh, Chargers defense a lot. And then Herbert. Wow. When Keenan Allen comes back, it's going to get that much better. All right. Let's go to another L.A. team, but they're on the road this week. That would be the Rams, all right, who are now one and one. Just slipped by, as Damien was talking about, who made that good pick plus ten and a half. Atlanta tried to get back in that game. Didn't quite do it against the Cardinals, who did come back against the Fugazi freaking Raiders. So Arizona, D, in your state, they are hosting this game against the Rams. Funny one to pick over here, NFC West divisional matchup. What do you got? It is, but I have to double down on how fugazi the Cardinals are. I'm oh. going to stick to it. Last year, they broke me off of it, and then as soon as I broke off of it, they went back to being fugazi. I'm sticking <laughs> to it this year. <laughs> the Cardinals are fugazi, okay? Give me the Rams. Lock it in. Clink, clink, oh. 31 to 20 L.A. Rams. Okay, locking in a divisional game. Guts right there. This guy's got the guts. Let's hear it. Right. I've got the guts. This guy's definitely <laughs> got the guts. Well done. Okay. All right. Nikki, do you agree with him? The Rams get the win on the road. Uh, yeah, they do. They are 10-1 and one against the Cardinals under Sean McVay. So, yeah, I will say Rams 27, Cardinals 20. I think that something has got to give over here. I think that Arizona may feed off that energy that they won last week. I don't like the Rams. I really don't. Do I think they're a playoff team by default? Yes, I do. 
they're good. Don't get me wrong. They're a good team. And Arizona, I don't like either. I, look, I'm on the fringe of Fugazi with them also. They're not a playoff team in my mind. But I think Kyler Murray is going to go absolutely freaking nuts in this game. If you got him on your fantasy team or if you play DraftKings or FanDuel, I'm telling you, this is a Kyler Murray game right now. Forget about what happened in the playoffs last year. This is different. The Rams are not as good, especially on defense. I'm going to go with the upset, guys. I'm taking Ooh. Arizona 33-30. to 30. Okay. Wow. Yep. Going with the upset. It's not a normal okay. thing. Normally, I wouldn't do it, but I think it's going to happen at home. I just – I think they get that win. I think they get that win. Like, I've been wrong in the past, so, you know, it's very – going to happen again. All right. Our next game, we have the Falcons and the Seahawks, another freaking snoozer right there. But we can watch Kyle Pitts and Drake London. We can watch DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett not have good quarterbacks throw them the ball. So will Rashad Penny have a big game over here? Will Cordell Patterson have a big game over here? I don't know. Who's going to stand out? Nikki, what do you, what's your call on this one? Game is in Seattle. Oh, my God. What did I put for? What did I pick for this one? Go to I D. I can't find. I know. I can't find it. Go ahead. Her fancy iPad. She can't even find her notes. I know. <laughs> I usually. Oh, I found it. I found it. That's. Oh, that's why. Because I wrote. I feel like this could go either way. WTF? Um, <laughs> literally. Oh, and You're I right. said edge. Edge to the home team. Okay, fine. Edge to the home team. Seattle twenty-three. Atlanta twenty. There it is. All right. The twelfth man come out. She says, Damien. Do you agree? Uh, I think you asked who will stand out. I think the sun will shine on the Atlanta Falcons the way it's shining on the side of Nikki's face right now. I know. <laughs> Ridiculous. I know. That was good. Well done. But, Perfect timing. I'm going to go. But, yeah, give me Atlanta 23-17. to 17. I like their run game against the Seattle defense. And I think that Marcus Mariota will make more plays than Geno. I kind of do also. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, th I think I'm with them. I, I Look, Drake London is definitely a really good player. Kyle Pitts, they got to get him the ball more. They can run like Damien said. Um, the defense, don't love it, but I certainly don't love Seattle's defense either. They got a couple of playmakers here and there. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Falcons, 24-19. So I will take Atlanta as well. All right. So Atlanta winning this game on the road in Seattle. Not an easy thing to do. They got to go all the way across country. So they should go there like tonight, you know, so they have plenty of rest. That would be a good idea. All right. So next game, Packers-Bucks. That's prime time, 4 o'clock. Everybody's going to be watching it, but no Mike Evans. Julio Jones, I believe, is a scratch. Chris Godwin, still not in. So, Nikki, the, the Buccaneers, they're going to have to run the ball and run it successfully, try to hit Scotty Miller on a Cameron Braid on a couple of play action. I don't know. Green Bay's got a really good defense. So also the fact that Tampa Bay's offensive line is banged up, especially in the interior. Can they pull off a win? They are at home. So can they beat the Packers? Well, Aaron Brady Rogers, has had Rogers number. Aaron Rodgers has been sacked seven times already in two weeks. So there's that. And this is Rodgers is one and three all time against Brady. And this is the first time that they are playing each other since the 2021 championship game. Remember when they went for a field goal? Um, sure and weren't they down by like eight or something? <laughs> it's like something crazy. Um, I think I just trust Tampa Bay a little bit more. So I will go Tampa Bay 27, Green Bay 21. 
Okay, sounds like a good game that we'll get to watch at 4 o'clock, 425, whatever the hell they kick the damn ball off when Mason Crosby gets up there. Uh, D, what about you? What do you think in this uh, you know colossal NFC matchup? I'm going Green Bay 17, oh. Tampa Bay 14. I uh, think that their defense is built to shut them down, especially with no Mike Evans, all the players that you mentioned earlier who are not going to be playing. I think yeah. that that defense can give them the same type of trouble that the Saints did. And Green Bay will be able to do enough on offense. So 17-14 Green Bay. Okay, man. Um, I'm with you on that one. I think the Green Bay Packers do get this uh, do get this win because of the defense, especially. I think they're going to get to Tom Brady. They're going to frustrate him. He's going to break a lot of shit on the sideline, and that's <laughs> going to be it. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Packers get this win. It'll be close, but I, I think they win at 24-21. So give me Green Bay in that game. Now we're down to our Sunday night game and then our Monday night game, which is Nikki's baby right there as the Giants play the Cowboys. We'll get to it in a minute because my baby is right now. Sunday night football. My 49ers go to play the Denver Broncos who have not figured it out yet. And the 49ers are right back where they were in midseason form last year with Jimmy G. I don't see any reason why he discontinues except the fact that Jimmy G is bound to fuck up here and there. And Denver does have a good defense. They really do. But stick to the run game, get the ball in your playmaker's hands. I think Kyle Shanahan will call a smart game, and I think Denver will have a very hard time scoring. Give me 23-17, San Francisco 49ers, Damian. Oh. Earlier you mentioned how you believe that Mike Vrabel is a better coach than Josh McDaniels. Well, I know yeah. for sure Kyle Shanahan is a better coach than <laughs> <laughs> by miles and miles and miles. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and give me San Francisco uh, 20 to 17. All right. I like it. I like it. Again, not going to be a lot of points scored in this game. We think, Nikki, unless you have a different idea. What do you think? Uh, no, I don't. I also have Denver scoring 17 points. I have the Niners 22, Denver 17. But just like a quick note on this. Um, I find it very weird that like Russell Wilson throwing the ball is just not working, right? It's either like incomplete pass, delay of game. Like what, what is going on? They're yeah, not in sync. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. There's not in sync. Russell Wilson did. He has the one play they put on social media where he missed the running back wide open right there in the middle. Uh, so he's not seeing the field and they're not in sync. Yeah. Yeah, they're really not in sync. They, Like I said, in the beginning of the year, they're going to need time to gel. I believe that when they do gel, hopefully they're not you know, too much in the gutter right now. They're, all, you know, they're one and one. But by the time they do gel, if they're still within range of getting to the playoffs, I think they will. But again, time will tell on that one. All right, we got one more. Nikki, this is your game. Monday Night Football, your New York football Giants host, the freaking dirty-ass Dallas Cowboys. They come in. Uh, look, hey, they got the win at Cincinnati right now. Cincinnati, we're not sure if they just caught lightning in a bottle last year, and they're an okay, mediocre type of team. But here comes Dallas, Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, against your Giants, who have been, fair to say, overachieving so far. What do you think is going to happen? Um, oh God. So I don't know if you guys saw this. I tweeted this out that um, – the Giants have lost six straight Monday night games, and they have lost Whoa. nine of their last ten against the Cowboys. And I so badly want to take the Giants. I really, really, really do. They just play so 
horrible on Monday night that I can't do it. So I think we're in for a boring, I'll call it boring NFC East match. Cause those of you who don't watch a lot of NFC East games, like you probably would think this is boring. Well, Dallas 16 giants, 13. I don't think this is going to be a high scoring affair. I think both defenses are going to have a really good game. All right. Very interesting right there. Very interesting. And you know, Micah Parsons again, could be that game wrecker. Um, Andrew Thomas is going to do his best job to see if he can block him if Parsons does line up on that side. But, yeah, he can eat up anybody. That's a really tough matchup. Again, Lions scrimmage, we all know about it. I look at the playmakers on the field. I feel like Dallas may have more. But if Kadarius Tony can get it going somehow and Saquon Barkley can play the way that, you know, especially he played in game one, I feel like they can get bigger plays. Like, I feel like – the Giants can get bigger plays, like even Daniel Jones running for 40 yards and tripping over the 50-yard line. Still, that's like a big deal. That can actually happen. So because the Giants can make bigger plays, in my opinion, I'll take them to win this game 23-20. So, Damian, you guys split the difference. Ooh. Mm. We got the two non-Giants fans having more faith in the Giants than the Giant fan, because I am going for the uh, Giants as oh, well. Oh, wow. 13-10 in this one. Like Nikki said, I, I do agree it's going to be a very low-scoring, not exciting game from you know yeah. a casual standpoint of one point. But I think it'll be entertaining from like a tension standpoint of who's going to make the mistake or who's going to make the play. And mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Giants to make that play. Maybe Saquon Barkley hits a long run. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that he, you know, he can pull out a long run or two. Miss, I could see a screen pass going for you know 35, 40 yards, setting him up. Could be a lot of field goals in this game. It could be one of them weird scores like 1916 again, some shit like that. Who knows? But all right, those are the week three picks they are in. We'll find out who wins when we come back next Wednesday, but we got more to go. We got to do our freaky fantasy football draft, tell you who won week two. Before that, we're going to do our best bets right now, D. It is best bets time. So, yes. So, this is where we give you some bets where we'll be able to make you some money, and then we'll give you one lock, all right? We're one in one right now in the locks, but it's going to get better, and I, I stand by that Browns lock, okay? I stand by <laughs> that. <laughs> There's no way they should have gave up that lead. So, Let the record be shown. Let the record be shown. <laughs> Let the record stand that I said I did not want to go with that game. I did not like it, but we're a team. We went with it, and then I fall on the sword with you guys. You we were did. close. You we were close. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, nah, you you did say, say that, Jay, because it's the Browns. You didn't want to go ahead and make that our, you know, bet of the week. So I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. But like you said, majority rules. So me and Nikki right. are on the on the floor, on the sword first. Yeah, <laughs> and I, did. I ate crow on it. I did. Yes. Fair <laughs> so enough. let's get into our best bets. What is one of your best bets, Jay? Uh, I'll give you my first one. I told you, I thought the Cardinals were going to outright win the game against the Rams. They're getting four points. And when you're an underdog at home, four points, that's a big deal. Give me the Cardinals plus four. I like that a lot. Look, I could be wrong. Maybe the Rams end up winning this game 33-30 by a field goal. But even so, take that bet to the house, man. Cardinals plus four. Okay. No, I definitely like that one. Uh, What about you, Nikki? Um, so I keep harping on like all of my shows that Detroit is sneaky on the cover. So I think you go ahead and take Detroit. They cover 68% of the time and they are good for the backdoor cover too. So I would uh, take Detroit and the points. Okay. 
No, I got about six. How many, how many points is Detroit getting? I'm sorry, Nikki, against Minnesota. How many points are they getting? Um, hold on. I have to look. I think it changed. It's got to be somewhere around like seven and a half. No, hold on. Yeah. It is uh, seven. Yeah. seven. Yeah, that's what I figured. It's got to be somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah, I would I would take Detroit to cover plus seven for yeah. sure. I like, that. I like it. I dig it. Okay. All right. All right. So for one of my best that I like, just talked about it earlier. I don't understand how San Francisco is only a point and a half favorite. Uh, <laughs> like Vegas way, knows shit, man. Vegas knows they're smart. This they're smart, but sometimes they get it wrong. Every, every once in a while, you get those jewels. I think though, this is one of those jewels that they're getting wrong. Uh, definitely give me San Francisco to cover one and a half. Mm. Well, I sure freaking hope you're right, bro. You know that, man. I, I want them to win, not just by three points or two points. I want them to smash the crap out of Denver and, you know, send Denver home packing. I'll take that all day long. All right. All right. So do you have any other bets to put into the sweepstakes? Oh, I got all my – I'm always going for the parlay over here. No doubt about it. So I, in my parlay week one, I was two out of three week two, so I didn't get to collect the money. But this week I plan on it. The New York Jets for Cincinnati game, I see offensive struggles early on, especially in the first half, which I think will not allow them to score enough points in the second half. The over-under is 45-and-a-half, which you would think is a little bit low for a game like this, and that's all the more reason why I'm going to take it. Give me under 45-and-a-half Jets-Cincinnati. Give me that right there. I'll take that one. Okay. Now the Bengals games have been under that number in both of these weeks. Uh, so that I think that's a really good bet to make right there on that one. I like it. Uh, so what you have another bet, Nikki? I do. I think you take the easy money and you take Kansas city and lay the six and a half. Ah, uh, on the road in Indy. Yep. They haven't done a damn thing yet. Right. Thing. Yeah. Nah, I, I like that. <laughs> I can't, can't argue against that one. The Colts have looked absolutely horrible. Uh, the Chiefs have looked, very, very good. Even though, you know, the Chargers could have won that game, that 99-yard interception return was a 14-point swing that really changed everything. But the Chiefs are just way better. So I, I like that bet a lot for sure. Um, another one that I like, uh, Houston. They're two-and-a-half-point underdogs against the Bears. And like I mentioned earlier, I think the Texans' defense can shut down the Bears' offense enough for them to win by more than that or okay. to win, period. So I like the Houston plus two-and-a-half or just straight up on the money line. I like that too. Yeah, I like Houston in that game also. Not bad. Yep. Yeah, these are two poor teams. It's a game where you just don't want to watch. It's like uh, <laughs> just don't want to watch. Yeah, and I wouldn't blame people for staying away because it's two bad teams. But I definitely think the stay away game of the week is Thursday night, Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Yeah. Oh, that's a stay. I agree. Do I not agree. watch. Do not bet. We all agree is the Thursday night game. Yeah. Yeah. And that game, it Browns are favored four and a half. That's quite a lot right there and i actually think they may cover i think they may win by a touchdown but again let's see hopefully it's a good game we'll find out we'll find out blew that game against the jets what a joke so d my last one um i've been liking what the jaguars are doing this year i really really do but they're gonna run into a team that is completely and totally stacked this week and they need to show out and show off big time and show the world that they mean business, and that is the L.A. Chargers. They're favored by seven points. I think they cover. I, like I said, I, have, I had a big score for them winning by about 16 points, whatever it is. So give me the Chargers minus seven over Jacksonville this week. Oh, 
part of me likes Jacksonville plus seven in that one, just because I think they're going to be able to keep it somewhat close. Let's go head I, to head. Come on. Let's yeah. do it. Let's go do ahead it. Head on that one. Go ahead to head on that one. I like All I like right. that. All right. All right. There we go. There we go. That's what's up right there. I like it. I like it. I like nice. it. Did you have any more, Nikki? I got one more. Don't come at me, Giants Nation, but I think you could take the Cowboys in the three and a half. Oh, and a three and a half. Yeah. And the three. Yeah. She's got a winning out right. So you got to figure she's going to take that bet right there. It makes sense. It makes okay. sense. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Cowboys were able to do enough against Cincinnati, but Cincinnati, as we mentioned earlier, in the first half of these games, can't generate anything offensively. I think yeah. that it'll be different against the Giants. And like Jason mentioned it perfectly, the weapons that they have that are explosive, I think, can do something, especially that Dallas run defense. The defense as a whole is good. The run defense can be a little questionable, especially with what Tampa Bay did against them week one. No doubt. Yeah, you guys are right. <laughs> I know. Yep. Rune for you, Nikki. Rune for you. <laughs> All right, we got to come up with a third and three bet in the week. We need yeah. to redeem ourselves last week. I'm looking at some of the spreads, guys. We're staying away from Thursday night. We're not touching it. I don't like divisional games, but what I'll mention real quick is that the Panthers are plus two and a half, and New Orleans has got to be pissed the hell off. I'm thinking New Orleans maybe even on the road. I'm just bringing it up right now. Uh, Chiefs are laying six and a half against Indy. Um. Tell me what you guys like so far. Patriots are getting three at home against Baltimore. Yeah. I like, I like, definitely like Baltimore for sure. I, I kind of like Baltimore. Yeah. It's also Plus weird. Three. I'm like, do I bet this one? Or do I just do my normal $1.16? <laughs> I know you guys don't want to ride with me on the Cardinals plus four. So I understand that. No. So maybe we should no, go. No, no. No, I know. I get it. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Um, San Francisco minus one and a half. San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, uh, again? But it's Denver? only one and a half. Like, why is it only one and a half? I know. It, it is. That's what I'm saying. It's weird. It's weird. There's only one and a half with San Francisco. You know, looking like themselves again, having their quarterback that they're used to. Denver. Not looking good at all in these in these first yeah. two games. Yeah. Even though they beat Houston, it was horrible. Maybe they yeah, think they won't be able to breathe up there in Mile High. I, I don't know what it is. I'm not <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't get it. Because I can I can see Denver scoring zero points. Like I can see that happening. If like with San Francisco's defense and how that yeah. offense is looking, like it's I can possible. see that happening. Yeah. But then again, why? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I like that one. Yeah. You know, I, 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 you know what I kind of like, guys. I like New Orleans minus two and a half against Carolina. I think that New Orleans is a much better team, and for them to win by a field goal, I think that's pretty easy. I don't, I, I don't know. I like that one. I didn't want to be a homer and say lock in, you know, my Saints. No, 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 you're not a homer. You're not a homer. Yeah. It's, you know, no, 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 no. He is. Like, let's well, that, yeah. You are a homer. Right. We just right. like the bet, and we'll take it. Right. Let's be real. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. What do, you, what do you think, Nikki? Do you like that pick? If you don't like no. that pick, do some, yeah? No, we'll, yeah, let's take it. I think it's a good All right. bet. All right. Let's get New Orleans. They're on the road, but you know what? They are a much better team than Carolina, who is 0-2 right now. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So New Orleans minus two and a half against Carolina. That is the third and three bet of the week. Take it, guys. That one's coming through. Take it. I like it. All right. Nice job. Nice job. All right. So we got our locks in. We got our bets in. We got the third and three bet in. 
Our last thing to do is our freaky fantasy football draft, but we have to announce the winner first, and the winner does choose. I will tell you this, that the points were 53, 72, and 82 by Tricky Nicky Gist, who won this week. Yes. Yes. All right. I got 72, Damian. Tough one, 53. Normally, you're really freaking good at this thing, but had a hiccup this week. So, Nikki, oh. you win this week, which means you get to pick who goes first. Uh, okay. Um, D, you can go first. All right. So, who's second? Uh, Jay, you can go second. I'll go All first. right. So, you're going to take them back-to-back picks. All right. She's learning yeah. now. She's learning. She's getting it. What do you mean? I've been got it. <laughs> I've been got it, she says. Oh, I like that. Coming at me strong. I she she had to get ready. She stayed ready. She yeah. Ready. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with the first pick, I like Dalvin Cook against Detroit. So give me Dalvin Cook. Uh, Detroit has given up the most rushing touchdowns so far yeah. uh, this season. So I think Dalvin Cook may get two touchdowns. <laughs> Swipe. <laughs> yeah, look, one of my boys right there. Uh-oh. I was thinking. Swipe. I was thinking, Cook. Uh, all right. Um, let's see. Uh, who shall I take for my first pick? Oh, they're playing Detroit. Detroit's defense does not look good. Justin Jefferson did not have a good game last week. I think he's going to freaking rack it up, man. Give me Justin Jefferson, wide receiver. Oh, okay. Both like Minnesota players. Yeah, there you go. That's true. Yep. Yeah. They should score a lot of points this week, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game on both sides, honestly. Yeah. So who are you going with, Nikki? You get back-to-back um, picks. Yeah, back-to-back. I will take uh, Jalen Hurts this week. Oh, all right. You're taking my boy. Okay. And um, Hurts against the Commanders. Yeah. She's getting all crazy. Freaky Nikki. I, I uh, <laughs> hmm, let's say, I kind of. No, let me do A.J. Brown. I'll do it that way. You want to do A.J. Brown? Okay, A.J. Brown is it. <laughs> Pause. I was going to go somewhere else, but it's all right. Oh, geez, I'm sorry. That was fast. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Have, are, there, are there practice pictures of him with no shirt on? <laughs> yeah, probably. You might want to check them out. I know what she's doing okay. after the show. Add to the list. We got, let's say we got five. She got 17. Yeah. Yeah, she's <laughs> right. <laughs> Almost at 20. <laughs> I love it. Oh, Nikki. God bless you. God Listen, bless you. I'm God. equal opportunity. Uh, so, I say so you sure are. <laughs> you know, I mean, look, if something looks good, I mean, hey, you look, right? Uh, understandable. Understandable. Okay. Hey, listen, when the, when the halftime show was going on Sunday night, I didn't look at Tony Dungy. I looked, looked at Maria Taylor. I didn't take my eyes off. Yes, you love stuff. her. You call her Miss yeah. Taylor, right? Yeah. Miss Taylor. <laughs> Taylor. I love her. I have a lot of respect for her. She's wonderful. I wish she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You got She's something special, man. I'll tell you. Oh, all right. Let me get my brain back in this thing over here. Okay. Um, it's on me now. No, no, she picked two. I'm the middle guy. I, I'm second. Oh, yeah, you're right. Oh, yeah, sneaking it. Sneaking Nikki, it you know what you did last week? You took Chubb from me and Damien, and that's what got you the win. Chubb went off. He's he went off. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, 
Her, let's see. Is this a good, you know, I don't want to take all the great guys right away. I know. But you know what? I, I, I need, I'm going for the win every week. And the fact that Derrick Henry shit the bed against Buffalo and only got like four carries, I think that he's going to bust up the Raiders, man. So give me Derrick Henry. Okay. Okay. Now I can see him coming back having a big game. So I'm not mad. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I think he's going to be pissed off. That, I mean, that guy's like seven foot fourteen. He weighs two hundred and seventy nine pounds. He's a brick shit house. He's going to punish people, punish them. Nah, I can see that for sure. Uh, so you get for, two picks. D. All right. So for my back to back picks, I'm going to go with Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. All right. Okay. I am going right back at the Cardinals. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to be discouraged. I don't like that defense <laughs> at all. So, and right now, Arizona has given up the second most passing yards and it been tied for the most passing touchdowns given up. So oh, I like Stafford oh, and Cup to go ahead and have big games against them. I got to do stats like that. I got to get into that shit. All right. I'm going to make a weird pick uh, right now, even though I can definitely wait to pick him unless one of you guys are being as sneaky as I am. I think this week is a good week since we're going to have to pick 17 fucking tight ends. I'm going to go with Noah Fant. I'm going to think Noah Fant against the Falcons. I think that he actually gets in the end zone, maybe gets about 40 or 50 yards. I'll take it. I'm going to go with Noah Fant. So he's my tight end this week. For Seattle, which means, Nikki, you're up. You get two. Um, okay. Let me go Hayden Hurst for my tight end. Hayden Hurst? Okay. Yep. And I will take uh, – did I take Clyde Edwards-Hilaire yet? No, right? No, I don't think so. No. Okay, I'll take him this week. Okay, you're on the verge of another really nice team over here. I said last week when you were drafting, I'm like, you got a really good team, and it turned out to be the right one. Good job. All right, I got Derrick Henry, Justin Jefferson, Noah Fant. I'm going to go with um, – you know what? I'm going to match up Jefferson and Kirk Cousins. So let me get Cousins for my quarterback this week. Like Damien said, they're not playing prime time, so he's going to light it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I like All right, that. D, you get your last two picks, man. You got Stafford and Cup and Dalvin Cook. Very good team so far. Thank you. And I'm going to go with my tight end. I'm going to go with Taysom Hill. I think that the Saints are going to use him a lot this week after the three-interception game by Jameis. So I can see him getting five runs and also getting a few catches at tight end this week. All right. All right, good pick. Yeah, and he does multiple things. I mean, he could throw for a touchdown. Who the hell knows? So that's a good pick. All right, now you're going to go deep. For defense. the defense, I'm going to go with the Texans. I think they're really going to give Chicago a lot of trouble. Uh, Chicago's offense, they've just been horrible. I, you got Justin yeah. Fields out there getting Tim Tebow-type numbers. We can't have that happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we got to get him some more passing attempts for sure. Yeah, I hear that. All right. Um, I talked a big game about the Chargers blowing out Jacksonville. Uh, I think Trey, uh, you know, I like Trevor Lawrence a lot. He's coming along and he looks, you know, like he's going to be the real deal. Will he be the best quarterback in the league one day? I don't know, but he's not going to be the best quarterback in the league on Sunday. He's going to throw a couple of picks. I think that LA gets home with a few sacks. So give me the Chargers defense this week at home against Jacksonville. Nikki brings mm -hmm. us to your last pick, which I'm sorry, what? Yeah, defense, right? I have a defense left to pick. Yeah, yeah, your defense is up. Okay. Yep, last pick. Um, I'm actually going to take the Saints this week. I think they are just going to have a field day against Carolina. 
good pick. It's a good pick. I like that one right there. Yep, we were all on uh, New Orleans to win that game uh, earlier when we were making our picks. So, yeah, I like that one as well. It should be a revenge game for him big time, which Danny is happy about. Hoping yes. that my 49ers can come back and get another win. But Jimmy Garoppolo, I cannot believe already that he's in. This is amazing. Unreal. <laughs> and Nicky's Giants, 2-0. and oh. How about that? How, How about it? How that happen? Like, what the hell is going on in this world? What? I got to do it one more time. I got to ask the question, what the fuck? What the fuck? Fuck this fucking <laughs> Unbelievable. Nikki, you got to be real happy right now, but are you cautiously happy about your New York Giants? Yes, I am. I am very cautiously happy. We have the Cowboys coming up. Uh, I'm not excited to play the Eagles by any means. Like it's, hey. you know, those divisional matchups in the NFC East. Um, but I think this fan base, uh, they find anything to complain about. So that annoys me. But I think just, sure. just be encouraged, right? We haven't started 2-0 since 2016. So just, just feel good about this. Um, you know, people are saying they're going to the Super Bowl. Please calm down. Like it is just like, oh, boy. We want to see progress. We're seeing progress. And I do have to give props. This defense, like I said, would finish in the top 10. I'm going to maintain that. And shout out to Brian Dable and these second half adjustments. It's it's like, Absolutely. you know, not afraid to do it. So you remember I told you earlier this year, I'm like, I like the Giants. They're going to take a significant step forward. Not like a little baby step, like not a quantum leap, but like, you know, they're going to like hop, skip and a jump, you know, do some sort of shit like that. So I'm liking what they're doing so far. And uh, Courtney's saying, yeah, very weird season so far. And all you can ask for right now is progress with the Giants. Maybe Daniel Jones gets to keep his job. How about that? That would be amazing. How about that? Uh, would it be amazing? It, uh, <laughs> it, I think it'd be a little amazing. Yeah, I, it would be after his first four years. But Dave Ball, I don't know. Maybe he is the quarterback whisperer. You know, look what he yeah. did with Josh Allen. Now he's got Daniel Jones playing better. Saquon Barkley, Barkley healthy. Not bad. D, yeah. you're – your Saints took a tough – what were you going to say? Something about the Giants? I'm sorry. No, I just yeah. said, yeah, no, we'll see. I love, like, um, uh, you know, what I'm covering and the media, even though I'm part of the media. I just don't feel like I'm one of them. Um, you are the media. They always have to ask, you know, Brian Dable about the – and this is so stupid. They compare Josh Allen to Daniel Jones. And he just looks at them oh like, are you, like, don't don't make me, like, answer this, dude. Like, yeah. I, yeah. No, that's blasphemous right there. Yeah. I was on – I don't know if you guys saw, but I tweeted it out. I was on Keyshawn J. Not on, like I was a guest. I, I called in Keyshawn, <laughs> J. Keyshawn J. Will and Max or whatever. And they were talking about, is Josh Allen the best player in the league? And I said, you know what? Josh Allen is the best player in the league. But you know what? There's nothing that Patrick Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, you know, basically can't do that he can. So I'll take them all. You know, I would take any one of them. But then I said Josh Allen is like John Elway on steroids. And they were like, whoa, whoa, wait a second. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, chill. Chill, chill. But it was fun to get on there. It was pretty cool. So if you want, check that tweet out. But yeah, so D, so now your Saints are what? One on one, right? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right. And you're going to have a win this week. You know, again, this is our fantasy lock of the week as they go into Carolina and definitely play an inferior team. Unless Christian McCaffrey goes off somehow. But how do you feel about your Saints early in this moment? And by the way, Courtney would take Mahomes over Josh Allen. By the way, I want to get your guys' opinion real quick before we go to the Saints. I would take Mahomes by a hair length over Josh Allen, just a little bit because he's been more of a winner. What about you, D? Who would you take? That's so tough, man. But I like the 
where there's one thing that Patrick Mahomes can't do is if it's third and three and the linebacker hits him, he's not going to keep going forward. That's the one thing that Josh Allen can do, or he can just step on out of step on out of bounds if he wants to. And because yeah, of his just that physical ability that he has, being that big, that strong, I'm gonna go Josh Allen because I feel like there's really no difference right now between those guys outside of the fact that Mahomes has done it for longer. Right, there isn't much of a difference. I would just say the real main difference is that Patrick Mahomes has one more, but then again, he's had a better head coach for the most part, and probably a better surrounding uh, supporting cast as well. So, Nikki, it is, you know, right there with both of them. And, you know, again, I think that when I did my NFL 100, top 100 rankings, I had Mahomes one and Josh Allen two. And so they're not far off. But who would you take? No, you can give me either one. Literally, like, give me either one. Yeah, right? No problem there. No No problem. problem. I'll take either one also. Like I said, I'll take Lamar Jackson. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks I take. I mean, look. We haven't even talked about Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. They're still doing their thing also, even though Tom Brady's got one of the weirdest jawlines in the world. Did he have surgery, Nikki, or something like that? Because he looks fucking weird, man. All right. Leave him in his jawline alone, okay? <laughs> he should grow a beard, cover that shit up. He looks like a putz. Uh, somebody said Tom Brady looks Tom like Brady looks somebody like tried to draw like Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. I think that it's is good. The uh, wheatgrass shots of wheatgrass and I, yeah. I don't know. Too much, too much avocado will sink in the face. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe, it's maybe it's bulimic. I don't freaking know. That's but uh, yeah. Diet. yeah, 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 yeah. Diet. Throw up every morning. Yeah, good diet. Jeez. But uh, D, how do you feel? What's your confidence meter from one to ten right now in your Saints as far as I'm just getting into the playoffs and being a viable team? Uh, I would say right now it's at like a six and a half. Uh, still, okay. I would like I, I love our defense. Uh, offensively, we haven't really been consistent. We've just had moments of looking good, even though the weapons are there. The O line has been a little shaky at times. Uh, so offensively, I'm looking for more. Jameis did have three picks, and that's what people are going to concentrate on. But yep. honestly, two of the three picks were just bad passes, but they were good decisions. Uh, and he is playing with four broken bones in his back. So yes. I feel like I, I'll give him a break on the three interceptions this week, but he can't do it back to back. So I'm at a six and a half on the confidence meter just because the offense gave me a little hesitation. Yeah, you can expect uh, New Orleans to run the ball a lot more than people will think and just try to do these short passes. And that because Winston, if he's going to play with that all year, that's a big problem. Not going to be able to go too far, you know, if that is the case. So I don't know if he's going to be able to heal during the year. Maybe he's got to go see a freaking shaman or something like that. Go to Tibet, climb a fucking mountain. I don't know. Go do something. Uh, as far as my Niners, um, I, it's sad to say, but I actually feel more confident now than I did Sunday morning. I, I, I really do. I feel like. They can run the offense better now. Even though I want Trey Lance in there, I want him to take his lumps. If this year he was going to fail and come back next year strong, I can live with that, no doubt. But you know what? Now we're a contender again. And like I said, Tampa Bay, offensive line issues, wide receiver issues. New Orleans, we just talked about their issues just right now and then. Philadelphia, to me, they're the best team in the NFC. Green Bay, they are going to come back. They're going to make noise. The Rams, I'm not scared about. So, you know, the Niners, they were in the NFC Championship last year. Jakarta Guitar, catch that interception, we're back. So you never know. We shall see. And we got a lot more time to talk about it. Week three is in the books on third and three podcasts, but the games are yet to be played. And we'll talk about if we are going to be calling a game soon, we'll let you know ASAP. Nikki, you're so busy. You make time for us as always. We love you. What's going on? What's the latest? What's new? What do you want to talk about? 
Oh, what's the latest? You know, the usual uh, Tuesday nights on Giants Rush at 8 o'clock, which is live on YouTube. Wednesday, of course, is my home with you guys. Uh, actually, look for me uh, this Sunday. Yes, I have channel side bets. Um, and I lost the, I, we have to spin the wheel of bets. So I have to do wake up juice. So make sure you tune in to see what I'm going to drink for wake up juice. I already picked it. Uh, so that sucks. Oh. Liz, we got to profess my love to Chris Collinsworth. Cause if we have like <laughs> profess your love to someone you hate. Um, and I just, yeah, I need a good week. I need a good week. So tune in for that, but I am doing, uh, the full Monty sports uh, podcast right before channel side bets. And then I will be doing uh, sports radio 80 after channel side bets. So I'm busy on Sunday, but um, of course you can always find me here. This is my home base, no matter what is going on. So, and of course, oh, at Nick, yeah. 9384 for all the latest giants news guys, let me know what you think about what Kenny Galladay said in the locker room today. Ah, very good. Again, the inside information. She's got it all right there. Nikki, you're a wonderful kind. Absolutely amazing. And D, you are something else too, my friend. Unbelievable. Doing great things. The new podcast is fantastic. I know people are loving it. So what else is going on? What do you got for us this week? Oh, man. Thank you. I really appreciate that. So yeah, so Monday nights, the real deal with Damian Adams will be coming out each and every Monday night. Tuesday is the GSMC boxing show so please go ahead and subscribe to gsmc boxing podcast wednesday night is my favorite night with you two guys talking football third and three and if you want to have good content monday through thursday thursday is the gsmc basketball podcast so if you subscribe to the real deal with damian adams the third and three podcast the gsmc boxing and the gsmc basketball podcast i will guarantee you your cholesterol will go down because you're keeping yes. that good content <laughs> in your life, all right? You're keeping it all in your life, and it's just going through you. And the sports knowledge will also pour through you where you, you sound smarter at the bar. You sound smarter at the party because you know all this knowledge from listening to those four podcasts. So please That's go right. ahead and subscribe to those. Uh, follow me on social media at The Real Deal, WDA. You'll get great tweets. Uh, my Jameis Winston one went semi-viral this past week <laughs> on that one. People are going crazy on both sides of the argument on that one. Uh, some some people going, some people calling for Andy Dalton already. <laughs> people are like, it's, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's nuts. I'm like, have you seen Andy Dalton the past five years? But yeah. okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Uh, but if you want that type of entertainment, go ahead and follow me on social media for those. And of course, I won't forget because I'm looking at Nikki and she always reminds me. Real deal bets. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. Go ahead and check those out as well. I'll be doing a video. Uh, Friday and Saturday for just come upcoming NFL bets this Sunday. And of course, you'll get boxing bets as well. I told you guys about Canelo by decision. Uh, you'll also be able to get all that good stuff. Just follow me on social media at The Real Deal WDA. Just make sure you have time to watch the games, man. That's all. We got to get you all the like, Cliff notes, like all of us. Like, oh, what yeah, happened right? this Real quick. Okay. <laughs> no kidding. Wow. Great job out of both of you guys. As always, I love what you're doing. Um, Hey, look, Power 32 Podcast has kind of taken on a new life of its own over here with NFL Jeopardy. I am really surprised by the, you know, the feedback that I'm getting from this that so many people want to be on. And, I'm, you know, I'm trying to collaborate dates with everyone so we can get our three contestants. Damien, you were on the first show with Parrish and with Ryan. You yes. won the first show, bro. Well done. It was a really close yeah. game, but you did a great job. So I'm going to give a shout out to all you guys. And then the next show I had, I had uh, Terrell Jenkins on, you know, from Realism. 
And then from Flieger and Briggs, Rick Briggs came on and Chris Powell from Couch Coach Live. And he won the second game, Chris Powell. Another great game. They had fun. And that's my thing. If you guys are having fun, I'm having fun. I love doing it. I love coming up with these questions. You know, it's like my own version of knowledge with Nikki or something like that. You know, so I'm having a really great time doing it. And, uh, yeah, keep coming. Keep sending me them DMs. I'll, I'll keep making sure I line up dates and you guys get in. So we're having a great time. And, again, that's really any set date. So don't worry about it. But what is set is third and three podcasts. Yes, we came to you a little bit early this Wednesday night. 545 to accommodate the queen of the show, obviously. <laughs> and the boss. I'm sorry, my schedule is crazy. I'll be coming to you guys live next week, I think, uh, from Atlantic City. So I have a convention in Atlantic City. Oh, so uh, we'll see. We'll gotta work out the time, but I, I should be straight come November, I think. So can we fly up if, and go to the casinos together? Yeah, come yeah, on. That's, come on. Right. Let's that's go. a good idea. That's a good idea. Go at the Trump Plaza. All right, I'm down with that. I'm down well, with that shit. Maybe we don't. Yeah, maybe not, him. <laughs> maybe not him. Maybe we'll go to the, the Tropical or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, maybe we'll go to that one. <laughs> whatever. You show us what's up on the shore. But um, anyway, yeah, back here, third and three. We'll be back. Uh, we'll let you know what time. But Nikki, of course, will always accommodate you. And if you can't make it for whatever reason it is, tough shit. You have to come on anyway because it's third and three. I'll be in the casino, just FaceTime, just calling in. I love it. <laughs> I love it. They'll throw you right out. They'll be like, who the hell do you have on watching from camera B in studio four and lot six or whatever the hell they call it? You know who I am. You know, when you do these work conventions, <laughs> it's really funny because, you know, the industry I'm in, the construction industry, the green industry, but a great icebreaker is, you know, football is obviously going on. So I'm in the bar and I'm talking nice. and somebody had said something and they didn't believe I had a podcast. So I pull up all my shows, right? And here's the YouTube, here's the link. I said, take <laughs> Arizona and the five and a half to the guy sitting right next to me. He said I was crazy, but uh, we found each other later and he was like, Hey, thanks. So, <laughs> yeah, all right, so we did it. Cause he was probably yeah. cursing the hell out of you for three quarters. It was like, the, yeah, the, the yeah it's woman. funny. People are like, Oh, write your shows on your business card. So, you know, it's all good. Oh, but man. That's what you, we should have third and three business cards, as a matter of fact. That's well, a good idea. You guys can get the high. It's called high hello. Um, and then you can just link like all your social stuff. So like sometimes when I'm covering an event, uh, sometimes a reporter or covering game, they want my info. But it, so I have one. It'll just link to my sports stuff, my personal social. So if you guys get right. this is not an endorsement for high hello, but you just scan the QR code and it'll go to whatever business information you want to give them. Very cool. All right. I dig it. Nice. Nice. Getting that good info over here. All right. Beautiful. Well, it's a good thing we started early because we went later than we uh, expect to, yes. but we had a great time and that's the problem. We have so much damn fun that we can't shut the fuck up, but we'll stop right now. We'll stop right now. Guys, I love you. Great show. Next Wednesday, we'll see what happens and we'll let you know what we're calling. We're out of here. Nikki, give them the wave, girl. Bye. Oh, you can't see it. Hold on. There we go. <laughs> there it is. There's the wave.